1: Welcome back to another Marketing Experiments Web Clinic. Today's topic is very interesting. We're going to be looking at incorporating video into your mobile strategy. Now, I've kind of grown up here around the labs, and I've been able to kind of see the evolution of our web clinics. I remember some of the first few web clinics we did were on on pay-per-click, were on search engines, back when there were multiple search engines, seven, eight-plus search engines to choose from, and we were evaluating which of those worked and which of them did not. I remember when when Twitter uh, came about. We did a web clinic around how to make Twitter work and how to make it uh, most effective. And today we're going to continue that thread in the evolution of not just technology, but the mediums that we communicate to with our um, or communicate through to our audience. Today we we'll are be looking at video, and in particular, video as it has been applied to the mobile environment. It's a very interesting. Topic At Marketing Experiments, what we do here is we try to answer one simple question. We want to know what really works. And so we're going to be looking at that with mobile today. Two principles in particular uh, that help the company boost conversion rate by over 50%. Today with me on the call, I have John Powell. Uh, John Powell is a Senior Manager of Executive Research and Development. If you've been on these calls before, which I know many of you have, you've been on these calls, you've seen John, you've heard from John. John's presented many of these. We have John in case we have time today to get to live optimization. Now, I'm not going to make any promises. We have a lot of content to get through today, but I'm going to do everything in my power to get us through that as fast as possible in the most helpful way. And if we have time, we will get to actually some of your pages, some of your submitted pages to begin applying these principles in real time. We like these conversations to not just be a monologue. We want them to be a dialogue back and forth, meaning we want to hear from you. In fact, in a moment, I'm going to show you a test. I'm going to get you to vote and I want you to interact with me. Uh, if if we just wanted a monologue, we wouldn't be doing these live. We do these live so we can interact with you. We can hear with you. We can hear questions. We can optimize this presentation as we go. There's two ways to interact with us. First is through your GoToWebinar uh, panel right there. In the, I believe it's the, the, the Q&A feature there that you have. You can submit questions there. In fact, I have a screen right now, right in front of me, that has your answers coming through. I would encourage you right now, Test it, see if you can use it, send a question through there, send a comment through there just to make sure you're familiar with it because in a moment, in rapid pace, we're going to start interacting together. Another one is Twitter. If you want to interact with us there, we're going to be sending links and and resources and things through that uh, avenue. So if I reference something or if I uh, talk about um, some bit of content, you can find it there on hashtag WebClinic. Good. I see Stan, good test there. Dave, I see your test coming through. Good. Get ready. We're going straight into an experiment, and I love this experiment because we're dealing primarily, we're dealing, actually we're doing it solely with the mobile environment, both the phone and the tablet, okay? So we were working with an organization here uh, that offered a variety of dieting programs and memberships for for people looking to kind of get control of their lives, get control of their uh, their weight, etc. Uh, the goal here was not simply just to get more people to watch the video or simply to get more people to click. The goal is actually to leverage video, leverage the marketing collateral to generate more membership conversions, more people becoming members. So that's really interesting. Uh, we did a multi-treatment uh, variable cluster split. And so let's just look at that for a moment. I'm going to pull up some versions of this page in front of you, including the control. All right. I'm going to give you a moment to look at these. And then I want you to be asking yourself as we go through this, which of these generated the most membership conversions? Which generated the most response? Here's the control. Take a look at it. You can see what's in front of you right now. Five foods never to eat. You see the little video there. And then you see the call to action. Here's a slightly different modified version of that. Here's treatment A, one of, the, one of the treatments we were testing against the control. Take a look at that. Here's treatment B on the screen, very similar to treatment A. Take a look at the nuances there. Again, I want there's a note there at the bottom that says, all the videos, in case you're wondering, all the videos were the same. All the videos were the same. Uh, take a look. And in the final treatment here, kind of a radical, uh, radical approach, treatment C, Now, don't rule out the control because it's control. Many times we run these tests and the control wins. But here you have, you have four different versions of this page. And I want you right now, look at these versions and ask yourself, which of these you think will generate the most response? And I want you, in your Q&A feature, I want you to let us know which ones you think will generate the most response. Okay? I see a couple people putting Cs. So far, I've only gotten Cs. Okay? I have a B from from Gina. Okay? Good guess, Gina. Uh, We've got B. From uh, Michael, we have treatment C. We have the control, okay? I swayed you there, Alicia. Uh, You got D, C, 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 control, C, treatment, C, B, C, C. Okay, lots of C's, okay? Lots of B's and C's. We're kind of leaning towards the right side of the screen. Let me show you the results. Actually, from this test, it was treatment A that generated the most responses, okay? Treatment A had 34% increase in conversion. If you voted for any of the other treatments, don't worry. All of them improved conversion, but it was something special that we're going to talk about today in treatment A that generated the greatest response. Now, we're not done voting. I want want you to look now at kind of a tablet version of this test, all right? So here again, we have the control. I want you to look at treatment A, and I want you to look at treatment B, all side by side. Again, audience, okay? I want you to interact with me here. You're doing good. Your responses were excellent, right on time. Look at all these treatments. I'm not going to say a whole lot. I don't want to sway you. Again, the control is an option. Look at all of these treatments and ask yourself which of these will generate the most response. Again, the video in this was the same. Okay, I see some responses coming through. I see A. I see A. I see see control, control, control. I see A. I see A. We're now kind of leaning towards the left side of the screen. Okay, I've got a couple Bs couple controls, A's. It seems like most people, there's a lot of controls on this one. If you said control or you said A, why did you say those two? I want you to answer that question, but I have a lot of good responses coming through. You want to know the results? Boom. A 52% increase in conversions on treatment A. Now, I'll show you the actual metrics here. The level of confidence was pretty high for both of these, but in general for treatment A, we had a 52% increase in conversion. Now, Treatment B here, we don't have a full 95% level of confidence, but it's trending upwards at a 31.2% increase. And so even if you voted for version B, treatment B, uh, don't feel too bad. There were some things working in that treatment as well. But there's a reason that treatment A outpulled the other treatment here. And here's the question. And this is kind of the question that we always have with these web clinics. Why? Why did treatment A in both of these tests outperform all the other treatments? The goal of a test isn't just to get a lift. Yes, we got a nice lift. Woohoo! That's great. The goal of a test is to get a learning. We don't just experiment here at marketing experiments for the sake of experimenting. Okay? We experiment so that we can learn about the customer. And the only way we're going to get any learning or, or get to this place where we can we can understand the customer better is if we ask this question: Why? And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. You may have guessed both of these right. If you did, great job. Most of you did not. But if you did, great job. But my bigger question to you is: Why? What was it behind these treatments? And that's what we're going to talk about today. Particularly, we're going to look at it from the aspect of the video. Video is an integral part, a really prime lever in each of these examples. And video has been growing. All of us know this. That's probably why many of you attended this web clinic. Video is growing. It has been growing. It is essentially everywhere now on all of our devices. It's in, in our inboxes. It's everywhere. In fact, I had the team look up. Basically, when YouTube and when the mobile uh, platform kind of were created here, honestly, it feels like it was forever ago, but it wasn't that long ago that it was created. In fact, most of us on this call in our marketing training, we didn't get training on how to use YouTube. We didn't get training on how to use mobile devices because they weren't around yet, most of us on this call. And so this is kind of creating a problem because if you look at this chart that I have on the screen right now, since the conception of these two things from 2005-2007, the use and the explosion has just been exponential. And so it's left us marketers in a place of questions, lots of questions, especially since we haven't really had a whole lot of formal training. We get a lot of recommendations. We get a lot of suggestions online. But the real question comes down to what what can we do to effectively leverage video in our mobile marketing campaigns? And we're going to talk a lot about video today. We're going to talk about it in the context of the mobile marketing campaigns. We've been experimenting with video. We've been experimenting in mobile for the past seven years, looking and trying to find out what is the most effective way to use it. And today, today we're going to look at two essential principles that we've discovered so far in our experiment. Now, I just want to qualify this for a moment. There are a lot of things that I could talk about. There's a lot of things that we could talk about from our experimentation, from our results when it comes to video and when it comes to mobile. Lots of things. Okay? In fact, we're we're developing a full course on mobile usage and and how to how to effectively steward that medium. But these two key principles are foundational for anyone trying to leverage video and particularly leverage video in the mobile context. You'll find this applicable across video, but it's 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 probably the foundation. You can't go anywhere until you get these first two principles. So that's where we want to start at, Start today. Okay. Now I I want to I want to ask you. Um, I want to ask you. Someone actually said uh, uh, Adam. Good question. Blurred image. I should have said this earlier. The blurred image was um, it's our kind of way of anonymizing those treatments. Okay. You'll see them throughout. It's our way of protecting those partners. Good question, Adam. Uh, listen. If you have deeper questions or other questions as I'm going through these two principles. Ask them, okay? If we have time at the end, we'll get to your questions. But what I'm going to try to stay focused on are these two principles. And I'm going to go through them swiftly, all right? I'm going to go through them as fast as I can because I want to get to, the, to that place where we can maybe actually uh, maybe answer some of your questions as well as begin applying the principles to your own campaigns, okay? So here's the first principle and this is foundational, all right? Principle one, number one, the medium impacts the message. The medium impacts impacts the message. What do we mean when we say that? This is this is a foundational essential principle. You have to get this. First, what we have to understand is that video is a medium. It is not the message. Video is a, a, a form. It is not necessarily the substance itself. If you were to think about it from an analogy standpoint, uh, the message, you could view message as kind of the kind of like electricity, and, and the copper wire is the medium through which the electricity or the message is communicated through. There's many types of mediums that your message can be communicated through. Video is just one aspect of that. So we have to learn to separate those two things kind of mentally in our, in our minds a little bit. There's a, there's a medium and there's a message. In fact, there's four components to marketing. There's the marketer, there's the medium, there's the message, and there's the market. All of these are factors and we have to think about each one of these things strategically. All right. But let me, let, me now, let me now kind of taper that or tamper that kind of point there with this point. All right. So first we must understand that there is a distinction between the medium and the message but then we have to understand that the, the medium and the message, those separate play off each other, they interact with each other, the medium impacts the message, it impacts the nature of the message, it changes the messages in some cases. In fact, some mediums uh, are more effective and have different strengths and have different weaknesses as others. For instance, in a moment, I'm going to talk about the, the differences between copy versus video, the differences between images versus video. It's all copy, images, video, they're all mediums that can be deployed, but they all come with their different strengths and their different weaknesses, there's a prevailing notion out there that video is the medium. Video is the thing that we should all be using. We should all be trying to move towards video. No more books. (laughs) It's all digital. And if we can, let's make it all video. Let's make it all engaging and captivating. But let me tell you, you're missing a point here. You're missing that actually the medium matters and the medium makes a difference. It, It changes the message. And until you consider... And until, you, until you consider the impact of the medium, you have not effectively understood the use of video. Let me, let me give you an example. Okay, let me try to cash this in for you. So here's an example of when video actually worked. Okay, this is the kind of example that, uh, that, is, that is used across the web to make the point, oh, we should all be using video. But here it is, version A without video. We've got some images there in the bottom left. We took those images and we put them in a nice kind of um, helpful video to explain the differences between these mattresses and other mattresses. Uh, and actually, the video generated a 47% increase in conversion. That was really the main thing that we changed in this test. Now, video worked in this instance. But let me show you an instance where video did not work. All right. So here's a classic example that we show here at Marketing Experiments. It's a great example of value proposition. But maybe you've noticed this or maybe you haven't noticed this, but version A didn't have a video. There was no video in it. Version B, we added a video to it. The video was in there. You can see it there on the right-hand side. It's, it's got the. It, it didn't have the red box in the treatment, but we put a red box on it so you can see there where that that kind of blurred tan or not tan blue boxes. That's where there was a video, and it had a lot of the material, a lot of the content that is on version A. All right. So here's an instance, though, where actually video decreased conversion by 231 uh, percent in conversion. So this is an example where video did not work and I could show you others. This is just, was a really powerful one to pull out here. This is, and and, and so just to throw one more kind of, uh, you know, uh, thing into the mix, here's a test where we actually had two videos, version A and version B both had videos and it wasn't a matter of did video work or did not video work. It was a matter of what was the best pairing of the message with the video. Both video was right and video was wrong in this, based on the message that we were distributing through the video. And so the point here is that the the medium impacts the message, and they have to be considered together. The one on the right, if you were wondering, got 54% increase in response. Uh, Setzel, you're you're asking why it didn't work. That's what we're going to talk about in just a moment. Why, why and that's, what, that's where I'm going with this. So very good question. Um, Let me just give you an example. Maybe this will help cash it in just a little bit for you. Um, I've got uh, got three boys, ages six, five, and three. And one of the things that I've been trying to do lately with them, because there are leaves all over the ground in my front yard, is teach them how to rake up leaves. Teach them how to, okay, first you rake up the leaves and you bag the leaves and then we take it to the road etc. When I started to teach them this, the medium that I used to bring the message was just my voice originally. I, I gave them the steps. First, we grab the rake. Two, uh, Step two, we then rake up the leaves together into a pile. Three, one of you grabs the bag, opens it up, while the other picks up leaves and puts it into it. So I started explaining this to them. But let me tell you right now, it didn't come through. <laughs> the effectiveness of that communication, the effectiveness of their ability to rake leaves was very minimal. It wasn't until I changed the medium. It wasn't until I went from trying to use the spoken word to actually demonstrating and showing to them, showing them how to actually do it. So instead of just telling them step one, I, I went and showed them. I picked up the rake. Uh, instead of telling them step two, I showed them. I, I modeled it for them. Okay. The me- I, I changed the medium. The medium went from words two actions, all right? Most of us uh, who have done any kind of instruction know the difference between these two and can intuitively see the value of one medium versus the other. And so that is where you, marketer, come in. That's where uh, t- the, the value of video is, is, and here's the principle, is tied directly to its unique impact on the message, we have to consider what is that unique aspect of video that video brings to the table that either that really strengthens the message rather than subtracts from the message. I've got a chart here that we've kind of worked on, a, a kind of a kind of a guide here uh, when thinking about when should you use one thing over another. So, so here's copy. All right. We've done web clinics on copy. We've actually mentioned some of these things in previous web clinics. Here are the strengths of copy. First, it's scannable. Is, you know, to, to why is this working or why did this work? Why did copy work versus video work? Because copy is scannable. It's direct. It's specific. It's precise. It's got some weaknesses there. With its, some, it's tedious to go through. It's more sometimes time consuming to actually read it verbatim. However, you can scan it and sometimes that makes it even quicker. So, you know, when would you want to use copy? In, in, in our testing, what it would, what would indicate is copy is most effective when you're trying to orient somebody, you know, in a headline. The, mo- the most powerful way to orient someone is with precision, per- uh, specificity in something like a headline. Or if you have long lists or you're trying to do specific details of a product or you're trying to explain something, that's when copy is most effective. Let's talk about images, when are images? When is that medium? What are the advantages of that medium over something like copy and over something like visual or a video? Here's the strengths of images: it's visual, it's realistic, it's cross-cultural. This was an interesting point: a person smiling in English is as is it's just as powerful as a person smiling in Chinese. All right, it's cross-cultural. A rose is a rose is a rose. All right. Some of the weaknesses, though, with images is that they're open to interpretation and can be misunderstood. You have to make sure that the image actually means what you hope it means to the customer. We've seen abuses of that. We've seen where images meant a completely different thing to the audience and one that we weren't expecting. And so when would you use images? You can see it here on the screen. Now let's talk about video, kind of that third layer. And video brings some really strong uh, aspects to the table. First it's de- demonstrative. It's, it, it's, it's one of the most demonstrative. In fact, if you uh, were to uh, ask the, you know, this, this uh, kind of the high school generation right now to go do something, uh, probably the first place they would look to go learn how to do something, to like a step-by-step process, how to do X, Y, Z, is they're going to go to YouTube or something like that and look it up to figure out how to do it. It's because video is very how-to oriented, very uh, demonstrative. Also, video has the potential to to draw out emotions and drama and humor in a way that, that copying images cannot, not as effectively. Not as easily. Now, the weaknesses with video, and we're going to talk about this in the, on the second principle, is it's time consuming. Oftentimes, the large size of the video and, and even the complexity of doing the video can mean uh, you know, production quality wise. There can be uh, you know, bad audio is going to be a bad experience for everybody because we're all used to the movies and good audio at times. Uses, you can see here at the bottom right corner. Here's the point, all right? This is not a bulletproof list. This is just a framework to begin. You can add, you can subtract this list, but the point is is you need to be thinking strategically how should you use your copy and your image and your video because it's uh, it's not just use video, it's not just use copy. It's use them together and use their strengths together. That's exactly what we did here in that tablet design. I just want to show you, and I'll just do this fast. Look how we used copy. First, we used copy, like I said, to orient them, that with the words, clear words there at the beginning. And then we used it at the bottom with that checklist, the the different pieces, the details about the offer. That's where copy was effective. How did we use images? We used images actually really powerfully in this campaign. One of the most effective things we did here is we showed the face. It's blurred right here, but this is the face of the recognized kind of spokesperson for this dieting program. It actually, this face this carried the most kind of value force behind it. Uh, but if you notice, it's an instantly uh, recognizable point of value. There are a thousand words, as the saying goes, behind this face that you instantly, for the, for the customer who knows this person, that you instantly get. Same thing with these logos here. You know exactly who they are. You know what they represent. You just see the image and instantly you know we're dealing with TLC, it's a large uh, media platform. We're dealing with Fox News. It's a large media platform. But let's talk about video. Video was also used in this campaign, and it was used strategically to illustrate a, uh, really the, the story of a discouraged woman who had tried a lot of campaigns and was not successful at it and how she learned from this new program after trying many different programs. This was a different program. It worked differently uh, and it, it changed her life. It revolutionized her life. And, and there's a lot of stories like that out there. But the way this video was produced, in fact, I have some of the screenshots from the video. It was done in just a genuine, uh, sincere, realistic way. Uh, not overly kind of um, braggadocious, but just real basic uh, explaining the story of this, this woman named Kathy. Uh, and then all along at this, it was, it was leaning on a narrative that was friendly, that was genuine. And so it was creating this tone. It was basically dramatizing the value of this product, which only video could do. And so that's how you want to start thinking about your video. You want to start thinking about what are its strengths? How should I use it? I should use copy for this. I should do images for this. And I should, should use video for this. That's the first point. I'm moving fast. Audience, I'm going quickly. Let me know if this pace is working for you. Do I need to slow down? Is this a good pace? Is this making sense? Optimize me. I'm going to watch your comments coming through as I move on to the second point. But I want to hear from you. Is this making sense? Is this a good pace? Principle number two. All asks must be earned. Good. Thanks, Christine. All asks must be earned earned, okay? This is a, a statement that has massive implications. What do we mean by that? Well, here's, 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 a, here's a, uh, a paradigm shift for, for some of you. Content is not free, all right? That's video content. That's written content. There's no such thing as free content. You may not be charging anything for it, but let me tell you, there is a psychological price that's being paid for all types of content. In our training, oftentimes we joke about if you want to reduce friction from a page, you want to reduce all costs, basically you just have to create a website that that is just nice mood music, elevator music with nice visuals and we kind of tease about that. Uh, well, it's funny, the other day someone pointed out actually they have actually gone and created the frictionless website calm.com in fact you can go there right now as you're listening to this webinar you can you can see what i'm talking about it literally is just moving pictures video uh with nice mood music you might think that a page or a website like calm.com has no cost that it's completely free that it's completely frictionless but i'm telling you right now it is not why because even at a site like calm.com you are asking the customer to do something you're asking the customer to, to to what are you asking them to do? You're asking them to, to, to stay. You're asking them to listen. You're asking them to enjoy. Anywhere there's an ask, even if it's something as simple as, listen to me, watch, there's a cost involved. And that goes for video. And that leads me to my second point. Watching video, like any other action, is an ask. And it implies cost in the mind of the customer and particularly two kinds of costs. There are two kinds of cost associated with video. First there's time-based costs. You can see some of the questions there, how long is this video? Video in particular comes with some time-based costs. Uh, it's often sometimes really helpful at the beginning of your video to say, three minute video or take three minutes to watch this video to to help the customer or help the audience realize that it's only three minutes. Because the time in most of the videos that we watch is kind of mysterious. We don't know when we click it how long it's going to take to actually watch it. So bringing clarity to that actually helps a little small tip there. But the point is is that there are time anxieties, time concerns, costs related to time um, with our videos. Because time is the most precious resource. It really is. Effort-based cost. Now this is where we get a little bit more nuanced here. But there are actually... Uh, effort things required with video effort, uh, things that require effort from the customer. For instance, i going to have to watch an advertisement. I'm going to kind of suffer through that. Is my flash up to me? I'm going to go download something to make this work. Am I going to, you know what, the most annoying thing online for, for most of us is that little buffering circle, right? We're trying to watch something and for some reason our interconnect connection is not working and so it buffers and that is effort-based cost. Oh, man, now I've got to go check my internet connection. I've got to go maybe refresh the page. And so there's a lot of, particularly with the technology like video, there's a lot of uh, effort-based cost. Now, how do you overcome these? Okay, because we wouldn't want to say it just because there's cost that we want to get rid of videos altogether. No. What we want to do with all of our optimization of anything is we want to make sure that the ask associated with the video, the cost that we just described, that there's a value associated with the video, that outweighs the cost. And there's a lot of things you can do to improve the perceived value of a video, but probably the most strategic thing you do, if I could only say one thing, in fact, we were debating it as we were putting together, putting together this web clinic. If there was one thing that we could say about how to improve the force of the value associated with the video, it'd be this. It comes down to the sequence. I know we say that a lot. We don't optimize web pages. We don't optimize videos. We optimize thought sequences. And when it comes to video, video fits right into that. There is a, uh, in fact, <laughs> I just say this, my, my, my background in editing video, media production, uh, you know, doing all that. It's, it's like my original uh, background, okay? And one of the things that's great about thinking about video is you can't produce a video. In fact, I've got video editors staring at me right now, probably laughing because you cannot produce a video without thinking about the sequence. You can't. You can't put the end of the story at the beginning. I mean, there are some exceptions, Memento and other movies, but but in general, you don't, even in those cases, there's a sequence clearly thought out where you are, uh, you you wouldn't talk about how Kathy lost weight, all that weight, before building the problem, building the need for Kathy to lose that weight, that makes sense. All stories, all narratives, all videos, you have to think about the sequence. Here's the problem we stop thinking about sequence when we get away from video. But really, we should look at our page, we should look at our our copy as really video. It's all video, it's all communication, it all has a flow, it all has a sequence. There's all these micro yeses that we're constantly talking about from the headline to the first copy. We've got to get them engaged. We've got to, to, to arrest their attention. When we start building the problem and that's when, we, when we've built that problem, we've built that need for the video, that's when we show the video. We show it with a micro yes. And then from the, where are they going from the video? You want to lead them. This is why membership went up for this group is because they strategically led them to the next logical step. That. Is the overall process. I am done with principles, but I want to show you how this last principle cashed in for this particular case. I have five minutes, five minutes, and this is our last example that we're going to go through. But I want to show you why. Most of you voted on this, and we most of us got it wrong. Okay, so why did treatment A outperform the others? So let's we'll look at the control. First, the original version does use the headline. There's some good things that it has going for it. It is, it is using copy to orient them. And it's even starting to build the problem. But one thing it's missing is any authority whatsoever associated with the video. Why should I? Yes, I know I should be inter- interested in this because it's, it's, a, it's relevant to me. I, wanna, I want to lose weight Uh, But why should I listen to you? I know why I should listen to this, but why should I listen to you? And there's no build of authority at all before we ask them basically to sit down and watch a a 30-minute video, okay? But look at now how treatment C tries to solve for that, all right? So treatment C saw a 14% increase. I think it was an 89% level of statistical confidence, but it saw a 14% increase. Because it did some things well. It started to try to build that authority. Look, they have the person, the, the, the spokesperson face there, uh, the lady that everyone would recognize with this brand. It even talks about her credentials there to build some authority. But here's the problem. It builds all the authority after we present the video. So it's building the authority actually out of sequence, out of the thought sequence. Still increased conversion by 14%, but it was out of sequence. We could do better. Here's another one. This one's interesting. This is actually very fascinating. 22%, all right? So we saw an increase in this. What are they doing better here? Well, look, they've got the image now at the very beginning. They're still orienting them with copy. They've got the image on the page, which is building authority. They even have some of the copy there kind of talking about the woman's authority. And then they show the video. Wouldn't this work? You would think this would work, right? We've done everything. we built the problem. we built the authority. But here's the however. What we discovered, and we'll look at treatment A here in a moment, the reason why we discovered this, this is hard to know prior to testing, is that actually we mitigated conversion because we overused copy. We actually uh, created some unnecessary friction because simply in treatment A, all we did was rearrange the order of that. We led with the video instead of the additional copy, and that boosted the conversion up to 35%. Here's the point. Here's the overarching point, <clears throat> we are bringing a sequence. Video works when it's in the proper sequence, when it's the right medium and it's brought at the right time in the conversation, in the sequence with the customer. And this example, treatment A is an example of where that, where that was effective. So I am done with principles. We talked about the right medium. We talked about the right time. I have some summary principles here for you. Uh, I know this can be dense. I know this can be thick. I'm also, just to make you aware, in case you're wondering, all these slides will be sent to you in a week. Uh, I want to leave you with a checklist here. Um, You should see it on your screen right now. Good, good comments coming in. Um, Go ahead and ask your questions. What I want to do right now is I want to shift over to one live example, one page real quick. We just have a few minutes left. Uh, and, And audience, I want to see if we can start cashing this in. We have a page with an actual video. I want you to see if you can take some of the things we've talked about and begin applying them to the page. Let's go straight to the live up right there. First one, John, come on up, buddy. So I'm inviting John up to the stage. You can't see him right now, uh but he's coming up. Come on. Uh I think we're good there. Nice. So here's let's go to the first page. This is interesting. Uh American Gunsmith Institute. All right. Here's the full page. You should be able to see it on your screen right now. It looks a little bit different from the page that we have on the uh on the actual uh but that's fine. We'll just so, you're scrolling up and down there. Let's, okay. Yeah,
0: let's go to the PowerPoint. Let's take a look at the home page here. So, uh,
1: just because there's a little bit of a delay there, Tara, let's just go to the PowerPoint so we can look at that together. And I want to ask you, audience, look at this PowerPoint, okay? It's enough to see what's going on. You see the video there in the middle, all right? This is the home page. Let me ask you this. What are some things right now that you see that you could do to improve the effectiveness of the use of this video? What are some things right now that you can do to improve the the response to this page? What they're trying to do is get people to sign up for free lessons and purchase gunsmithing info package. Now, I want your comments to be around the video. So, I see some comments coming in. Edwin says, uh, well, that site doesn't look optimized for mobile to begin with. Good point. I believe this is a desktop site. Um, But it's got a video. It's using video. And so, ask yourself, can you optimize the use of this video? Uh, Better headline. Uh, All Mar- right, uh, Marcia, you said better headline, but I want to know what kind give me a headline. What headline are you talking about? I want to see you cash this in, okay? Move up the authority images. Good, okay? Good. If you said that, why would you do that? Why are you doing that? Change the headline. For those of you who say change the headline, I want to know why, okay? So, John, we see the comments coming in. You looking at this page, based right. on the things we talked about, what are some immediate things you would do for this group?
0: Well, they just need to drop the video. Um, If you look at it, it's about 23 seconds. I mean, what are you going to do in 23 seconds? It sounds like you're going to orient me. We just talked about using copy as a form of orientation. We look at the audience. Everybody's saying headline. Everybody's talking about the headline. There's a clear orientation issue. And if you look at the shaded gray box, you're actually even creating more of an orientation issue because now it's directly competing with the kind of ad that's right below it and all the ads right next to it. So there's an orientation issue and you're trying to use video to orient them. No. In fact, video is their product. Yes. So one thing that they could do that's radically different is actually kind of treat video like e-commerce sites treat their products and have a completely different homepage because these are how-to videos. Yes. That's what they sell. They, you want them to buy a how-to video? Show me a clip of the how-to video just like you would show me a picture of the product. Yes. So. First orientation issue: the audience has nailed it. Use copy, don't use a video. And second, if you are going to lead with video, do so in a way that highlights the products themselves, so that they can say, oh man, they're fixing the gun that I own that I've got a problem with. I, I, I know this video is going to solve my problem.
1: Good. I think that's good. And, I, and there's some there's some transferable principles there that John just mentioned. I mean, this is I love John when you come and you bring this fresh perspective to the page because most of us looking at this page, we're trying to figure out a way to salvage the video. Right. But you went back to that original point as, is video the most effective medium for what you're trying to achieve there? Right. And, and, it, and it probably isn't. Yeah. It's, and so, so, audience, here's what, here's what you need to, need to take away from this. Do not be afraid to cut video. Don't be afraid to do that. You need to ask that deep question, is it the most effective? Now, John, beyond the video, what are some things that this, uh, if this person, some small things this person could do potentially? to generate some response
0: I mean I think the audience really did hit it it's yep. a headline and they need to be oriented American gunsmithing Institute in fact your premier source for how-to gunsmithing videos that's hidden in the kind of uh, the top banner the top kind of part next to the logo even that just having that as a sub headline under American gunsmithing Institute where am I what can I do here uh, or they could s- start off with get you know how-to gunsmithing videos by expert gunsmithers you know and then sub since 1885 we've been you know helping people fix their guns and now we're undoing it in video or something like that right and then you could actually lead them into the most popular you know bot videos or you could lead them into how all the videos are created the things that are in common a value proposition yes. but yes. start them off right and that's the biggest challenge I think you can do that with just headline subheadline, get rid of the video adjust the, the, the basic introductory text. You could really completely set a whole new tone for the site just
1: in that area alone. Excellent, excellent. Well, Allah, uh, I hope that uh, makes sense to you there. I hope that, um, uh, I mean, audience, uh, hopefully you're starting to see easy things. Even some of the, Before even John began to evaluate this page, you saw some ways that you could improve it. We are completely out of time. We have run it all the way up to the, to the last minute. Uh, and so just want to thank you. Uh, Tara, go ahead and take us to the last slide. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to attend this. Uh, we want to know, we want to be optimizing these presentations for you. Uh, if you found this content interesting, valuable, you might be interested in some of our training. You also, if you'd like to be part of some of our research studies around video, around right. mobile, you can check that little box there uh, in your post-clinic survey. With that, I am done. I want to thank you guys for attending. I want to thank our entire MedLab's team here uh, who has been a part of this. I want to thank John, Taylor, Joey, Ken. Tara, uh, Luke, and Jessica, and everyone else. There's a whole team standing by. We're answering your questions, making sure this got off the ground. So thank you all. If you found this valuable, share it with a friend, and we'll see you back here in a few weeks.
0: Thank you for listening to this recording of a Marketing Experiments live web clinic. You can sign up to receive invites to future live web clinics, as well as receive access to $10 million worth of internet marketing research at marketingexperiments.com. Thank you.